Hello, everyone. Welcome to the fifth episode of the Dakota Fundraising News Podcast. Happy to be back. You're joined by myself, Conch. And I'm Pat, as always. Awesome. Excited to get into this. A bunch of new topics uh, since the last time we jumped on here, but you know, President's Day is this weekend. Pat, I know you got a little bit of travels where you headed to. Yeah, I'm headed to Lake Placid, New York to do some skiing on Whiteface Mountain. What about you? That's awesome. I'm actually going to be joining a friend out in Nashville just to hit the town a little bit. First time down there, so pretty excited. Check some live music and stuff. Nice. Kind of the opposite of upstate New York. Let's jump into it, man, so we can get on the road. First, we'll kick off with job changes with a little bit of a different agenda today. No fund launches to walk through, but we'll stick with the beginning. So we'll start with job changes. First, we had Emil Bohm. It's a private equity analyst at Texas County District Retirement, has left, stayed in Texas, and joined Texas Treasury. Uh, he's a Texas native, a graduate from Texas A&M. They actually just upset Tennessee in basketball last week. I'm sure he was pretty fired up. So more on that as we approach March Madness. I think it's going to be a good set this year. We also had on the consultant side, Anna Westhoff joined ACG. She was previously at BJC Healthcare. Anna will stay in St. Louis in her new role, it appears, based on her LinkedIn. And then a little bit different, but just something to keep your eyes on. And we'll be updating on Calsters has officially opened a search for a CIO to replace Chris Ailman when he steps down on June 30th. About a month ago, Chris announced his retirement on LinkedIn. Uh, Calsters has just now posted the job posting on their website. So they've you know, officially be on the search. That's all for job changes, but I will now pass it over to my co-host for RAs. Thanks, Pat. So as far as RAA and advisor moves goes, start with Wealth Enhancement Group. They acquired a Virginia-based RAA with around $270 million in assets. That's Washington Wealth Advisors, led by Mara Schaus and Todd Youngdahl. Also wanted to note LPL, always in the news, LPL announced their agreement to purchase Atria Wealth Solutions. Atria's advisors are going to be transitioning to LPL's platform by mid-2025, integrating their operations client services. Atria was based in New York City with around $100 billion in client assets. Lastly here... From Morgan Stanley, Christopher Pock. He's going to be transitioning to establish his own firm, Prometheum Advisors. It's going to be an RA partnered with True Independence. They'll be based out in Bethesda, Maryland. That'll wrap it up for the recent moves that we've seen over the past few days. Now, Pat, no, we're going to touch on a pacing plan and a couple other institutional topics. Yeah, thanks. Let's do it. So first, we'll kick things off with Fairfax County Educational Employees Retirement System. Total plan assets now right at, you know, $3 billion. They're looking to commit to a lot of private markets in 2024 as we go on. They're using Makita and Siegel Marco as consultants, but looking to make commitments of, you know, up to $35 million for private equity, $50 million for private debt, $35 for real estate, and then another $10 million in infrastructure. And finally, you know, $50 million in natural resources. Some recent commitments that they have made, still speaking on Fairfax here, they committed to Windchurch Capital Partners Fund 6, that is a middle market buyout strategy, about $5 million. Focus Senior Housing Fund Opportunistic Real Estate, $8.75 million. And then finally, they made a commitment to a real assets and infrastructure strategy, Tiger Infrastructure Partners Fund 4, now that's $2.5 million. Jumping to the West Coast, we had Los Angeles County Employees Retirement Association make some recent commitments as well. So they committed to Centerbridge Capital Partners Fund 5, another middle market buyout strategy. And then, you know, actually Windchurch again, which we just discussed with Fairfax. So $115 million to Windchurch. Pretty uh, wide range of check sizes that Windchurch is uh, accepting here. A couple of other investments they've recently received. 
They are, you know, again, they've received about 3.5 billion capital commitments in that fund six middle market private equity firm. The target was 3 billion. So, you know, significantly oversubscribed with the two that I mentioned. And then, you know, also San Francisco ERS, Rhode Island State Pension, Texas County District Retirement, you know, contributing another about 200 million total. Awesome, Pat. One church has been seeing them in the news a lot lately. Great to see them finally close that fund. We'll shift to some news on Alberta Investment Management Corporation now. Two pieces of news from them recently. As far as ESG goes, they just introduced their Energy Transition Opportunities Pool Fund. It's going to be a $1 billion fund dedicated to investing into the global energy transition and decarbonization sectors. It's going to be new capital that's supplementing their current climate investments that they've already made. They've allocated around $16 billion to green investments as of 2022. Also related to AIMCO, they recently just announced their opening of the office out in New York. So in the press release, it was interesting, I thought, to note here, Evan Siddall, the CEO, stated in the press release that they're going to be looking to grow their clients' private credit portfolios. So having a team there in Manhattan will help them out with that goal. It's going to wrap it up for our updates for today. I'll pass it off to Pat. We got a couple of events coming up. Great episode today. You know, we're glad to have you all listen in. Uh, long weekend ahead, so hope everyone enjoys. Once you're back on the road, we have some dates in March to call out. So we will be doing an event on March 7th in Boston at Tuscan Kitchen. We will be in Park City on March 14th. We will be in LA on March 19th. We're really excited about all of those. And then, you know, special announcement coming up. We'll be doing a New York City event on March 6th. And keeping that sort of in the wraps. Recently, our last New York City event moved to a waiting list almost immediately after we put it on our website. So keep an eye out for that. Should be coming really soon. As always, if you have any questions about any of the data we covered, it's all in Marketplace. You can reach out to anyone at Dakota to learn more. If you have any questions on the events, you're welcome to reach out to our team as well. Their email is cocktails at dakota.com. Thanks everyone and look forward to seeing you all soon. This episode is brought to you by Dakota Marketplace. Are you tired of constantly jumping between multiple databases and channels to find the right investment opportunities? Introducing Dakota Marketplace, the comprehensive institutional and intermediary database built by fundraisers for fundraisers. With Dakota Marketplace, you'll have access to all channels and asset classes in one place, saving you time and streamlining your fundraising process. Say goodbye to the frustration of searching through multiple databases, websites, form ADVs, and say hello to a seamless and efficient fundraiser experience. Sign up now and see the difference Dakota Marketplace can make for you. Visit dakota.com forward slash Dakota hyphen marketplace today.